1: is Now on ESPN Radio.
2: Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. You missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can find it on the Nuana's Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, as well as the MSU Bookstore. Fun first hour, talked uh, some Big Sky Conference basketball, Here from Dylan Jones. Stud Weaver State star. Travis DeCure, Montana head men's basketball coach. Heard from New Grizz quarterback Sam Vidlak on his commitment to Montana. And I learned a little bit more about, I guess I had a little bit of a history lesson about Kayla Lambert, Brockton High School, up there on the Fort Peck Indian Reservation. Fun, fun uh, memories today. Go share out the pod. It's available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Thanks to the M-Store and the MSU Bookstore for uh, their continued support of the Nuanez Now podcast. Have you ever thought about how weird working out is? In what way? Like we were born as these uh, intellectually capable animals with all these muscles and the muscles are to, to do what? To survive, to run from the predators. Look hot. That's my point. That's what's crazy. We were given all these huge muscles that were to get strong as a survival mechanism. And now all we do is work out so that our muscles look good for each other to admire.
3: Back in the olden days, people didn't work out. They worked in the field or they hunted and gathered.
2: Right. Don't you ever think that how silly it is that we just get in a group? Like I was just in a group of 20 women rolling on the ground, doing all sorts of things.
3: We were not in the same class. Uh, I was not rolling on the
2: ground. (laughs) I was like on my hands and knees, flexing (laughs) my butt cheek. I don't even know what we were doing.
3: Have Have we discussed the fact that you're the only guy in this class...
2: Have we? Here's the most fascinating part: is it used to be so unusual, and now it's not. That's what's interesting. Except what do you I've, been mean? Going, I've been going for like two years, and most oh. of the people are regulars, and so they don't think it's like this weird guy that goes. I don't anymore. mean
3: that you're a weird guy. No, I, I mean know. that more guys should be going to this class.
2: 100 percent agree. I was thinking that today. Carolyn and I, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio. We just got done with a uh, vicious leg oh. workout thanks to uh, our gal Rosie for the. Uh,
3: she looks so Schmidt. sweet, and then she just, like, <laughs> murdered us.
2: That's, like, Rosie in a nutshell. Rosie's a good friend of mine, and uh, she definitely looks so sweet. And she she's looks got like a, a sweet, sweet little angel, yeah. and then
3: she just, oh, my goodness. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, that's uh, that's kind of Rosie in a nutshell. I'm going to tell her you said that. Um, yeah, do it. <laughs> but uh, we're in this, like, confined room, and... Uh, but I was thinking, not only the funny part about us working out as animals with big muscles, just to admire each other, and it's all aesthetic, and it's so funny and it's so weird. Even if you're doing it for like the quote unquote right reasons, you're still doing it for activities. Like nobody's like, "Man, I'm working out so that I can survive better today."
3: Right. Nobody no. thinks that they're like I'm working out so my jeans fit,
2: <laughs> which is just so silly in itself.
3: Oh, don't even, don't even go there. Anyway,
2: <laughs> but there is such a like, uh, from a from a modern perspective, get out of my own weird, uh, deep thinking ways. There's a uh, distinct rehab part of this. Like those, I do those leg workouts not because I want, you know, Hot my apple hands. bottom and yeah. jeans or whatever. I do it because I got a bad knee and I got a bad hip, and that those functional movements and the step ups and stuff like Help. that. That's like the PT I should be doing, and right, it just right, makes right. me do it. And then my knee feels better. Yeah,
3: good. Well, so I was thinking in this class, I was looking around at all the beautiful people. Yeah. And I'm like, dudes, what are you doing? Get in this class.
2: For sure. I mean, there's But you're not allowed to talk to girls at the gym anymore.
3: You still like Are you even allowed
2: to talk to people in public anymore? Uh, Apparently not. I have been, this is one of my New Year's resolutions. I always have like this urge to talk to everybody because that's just how I am. And I'm just going to do it. Agree. And if, if people are weird, I, I'm not, I'm not a, a dangerous person. I just want to say hello to you. That's well, I've all.
3: also decided a few months ago that I'm just going to hype people up. And, that's and like, yeah. so I will randomly text a friend and tell them they're doing a great job or whatever. That's good. Yeah. But like, um, I just think it's great to just hype people up and be like friendly and nice. So here's my theory. When you said you can't talk to people in the gym or girls in the gym, if you're in the same class as a girl, uh, you're single or whatever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dating advice for the chicken doesn't No, know I'm just on saying, ESPN like, Radio. it's just a <laughs>
3: way you, like, you. so then you've seen each other like 10 times in the same class, and then you might run into each other at, you know, the. James Barr, and be like, "Oh my gosh, we're in the class together," and then you that's start right. talking. So it's just a way to connect, and it doesn't necessarily have to lead to loverness. It just means you absolutely can, everyone can be friends. Like, what's wrong with connecting with that people and talking my, to new that, humans?
2: That's what I see with guys now, and I, I'm no relationship master. I'm 35 years old. I'm unmarried, but I do have a wonderful girlfriend, and uh, the. The thing I see with guys is that they are so bad at being friends with girls. Exactly. Go to the class, make some new friends. Exactly. Who knows? Even if that's not going to be your girl, that you're going to go on a date with. She might introduce you to somebody.
3: It doesn't always have to be the end game.
2: Softens the the whole thing. If you well, and then what if
3: what if they have friends you could date, or what if you just meet new people? What is wrong not, with that? Well,
2: there's nothing wrong with it. Chicken doesn't, of course, here on ESPN Radio, presented by Buff City Soap. Also, thanks to the Hype House. For keeping us uh, fit and flexible, and uh, also for uh, the uh, the rehab that they're helping me with as well. And, I, uh, I do
3: need to say something also about my epiphany yesterday, mm, and I was in yoga at Hot yeah, House. Yeah, yeah, All these houses. Yeah, yeah. And everyone in yoga is like half naked except me because you know I'm a never nude, so I'm I'm One put then on
2: me who wears my hoodie. Yeah, the whole I time.
3: had a long sleeve shirt, the whole thing, and I forgot my water bottle. It was a disaster. However, <laughs> I was looking around and. The cool thing about the world is like how different everybody's bodies are. For sure, like you that's why I think it's so silly
2: that we I, have like this one kind of body that we think is like attractive. I
3: know, and it's it so was just stupid. like making. I was. It made me kind of realize like even someone who has the quote unquote perfect body. Who determines that? Well, it? I don't know, but I'm just saying it's different than another person who has, quote unquote, totally. the perfect body. Like everybody's, everything is different and beautiful. And I'm just really zen now. <laughs> um,
2: new year, New Carolyn. That's right. Damp January.
3: Yep, that's right. <laughs> yep.
2: Well, thanks to all of our great uh, fitness partners, Hothouse Yoga, Hype House, and also thanks to Buff City Soap. Uh, They all kind of go hand in hand, right? I I took a little Buff City soap with the shower oil after the. Me
3: too. Oh my gosh. Because my skin was so dry, I was looking at my legs in class and I was like, oh my God. So I definitely lubed up the legs. My my
2: brother, I gave him some shower oil for Christmas and he was looking at it. He's like, what what is this? Why do I need this? I was like, just Just, just, do it. Just trust me. And then lately he's been like, dude, this stuff's
3: the best. Especially in this dry winter and stuff and it just sprays right on. It's glorious. Uh,
2: So what do you got? New Year's resolutions? So just be better every day. You're be type. zen
3: and be skinny. Those are my New Year's resolutions. Stop. After <laughs> I just had my epiphany Yeah, you're,
2: you're fine. You look great.
3: <sighs> anyway, zen and skinny. Those are my New Year's no, resolutions. Nobody
2: uh, has any sort of evaluation of you as a person by what you look like.
3: Zen is my, there you go. I'm trying to be more zen and positive. Person, I mean, I'm a pretty perfect. positive person anyway, unlike you. you but what well, Stop.
2: <laughs> I am pessimistic because that's the best way to have great surprises in your life. Mm. If you expect the worst, the worst, then when the best happens, it's way more invigorating. If you expect the best all the time, you'll be inevitably disappointed.
3: But see, if you expect the worst all the time, you'll be a shell of a human because you're just like <laughs> negative. Well, thank you. I don't mean uh. you. I just mean in general. Like it's a, it's good to have a. You need to manifest good stuff too.
2: Okay, what do you got? Chicken doesn't know sports here on the ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your uh, Friday, Carolyn. If you're new to the show, Carolyn is the chick who doesn't know sports. I actually got a question about you the other day. Somebody was checking out your Insta. What what
3: oh who? Why?
2: What? Uh, well, our, our great friends down at Ryan Holloway and Miller, Angie Miller, oh, yeah. who mm-hmm. does all their marketing. She was yes. like, Who's this chick who doesn't know sports? And I'm like, Oh, it's Carolyn. Remember you met her? She's like, Oh, really? Okay. I saw yeah. her on Instagram. It's funny.
3: I follow her on the gram. There you go. Yeah. Well, hi, Angie.
2: Hi, Angie. Um <laughs> I told her she should listen. I'll send her the segment.
3: Yeah, please do. All right. So I do I do want to address one quick thing about Damar Hamlin—he's home. Yep, he is um, doing great. So that's exciting. Very happy. Um, I feel like that really brought a lot of people together um, in the football world. Like people were really, um, you know, rooting for him, and I think yep. that's really great. This morning, I heard, I saw on the news. At first, I was disappointed that he had um, trademarked two two phrases.
2: I saw this. I can't remember what they are. Did
3: but... we win? And three is back. And at first I was like, why are you, you know, trying to capitalize on this? And then I realized he is going to use it for educational and motivational educational speaking and stuff. So he's going to go out there and talk about the power of positive thinking and the power of, you know, (sighs) why are you sighing? (laughs) It's great. I don't think he's...
2: Self-exploitation. It's almost as good as other people exploiting your tragedy.
3: Or... Is he going to use it to go and speak in schools and talk about what happened and how, or is he going to go talk about maybe football safety and things like that? maybe. I mean, maybe.
2: Hopefully he finds something.
3: I did have an idea that last week was in poor taste and now that I'm seeing he's trademarking stuff, maybe it would be a good thing. He could be the spokesperson for like defibrillators. (laughs) Okay. Well, hopefully
2: DeMar Hamlin heals up and uh, whatever is next for him, hopefully it's a, a positive endeavor. Mm-hmm. You ever drank apple cider vinegar? Yeah. Mm. How's, how Do you like it? No,
3: I don't. Mm. My husband puts it in like club soda. Um, so it's like a cocktail, a mocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it gives you that little like bite. Yeah. But no. I've
2: been doing apple cider vinegar, lemon juice and hot water.
3: How does that taste? Apparently,
2: it's great for your liver.
3: It's supposed to be good for your it whole body. It tastes awful,
2: but I'm addicted to it already. I've mm-hmm. only been doing this for like 12 days, and I just I love it every day. I great.
3: Does it make you poop? What a question. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's, it's the mom and me. Yeah, I
2: guess uh, you can take that out. What else you got?
3: Okay. Um. Very exciting news. Naomi Osaka. Announced that she was pregnant. Whoa. Yes. She um, is going to miss this entire tennis season because, you know, when you're a woman and you're pregnant and you're an athlete, you have to miss the season. When you're well, a man. Well, maybe not
2: really. Serena Williams played when she was pregnant, didn't she? She did. Well, so she won when she was pregnant.
3: But she wasn't very far along.
2: No, t- sure. I mean. And she's also a completely different species. Animal. I mean, yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's such a beast.
3: I think it's great. I'm gl- I'm really happy she's taking the year off and not trying to push herself and be the hero. Just get, be pregnant, eat donuts, you know, like have the best time, have your little baby, your cute little baby.
2: Man, is it so fun to be pregnant? It's the best. Just like crushing.
3: Oh my gosh. Mustard
2: seed every night.
3: I love <laughs> being pregnant. It is like my favorite thing in the world. Wow. I would be a surrogate if I wasn't an old hag. <laughs>
2: She goes to no sports ESPN radio. Uh, okay.
3: I'm blessed, though. I had very easy pregnancies. Totally. There are people like my friend Lauren. She literally barfs. The, before she even knows she's pregnant, she's barfing through almost her whole pregnancy. Yikes. So, you know, not me. I had And I looked gorgeous and just had the big. <laughs> belly and it
2: was the best oh, man. and people
3: give you so much attention and like oh take my seat and oh my goodness oh when are you do? it's just it's truly the best
2: well i'm glad you had those two years of your life and uh, yeah. hopefully naomi osaka has a similar uh experience
3: yeah and i really hope because she has been so um so outspoken with her, her mental health i hope she takes care of her mind and body but also i hope she um doesn't rush coming back like she doesn't have to come back next year if she doesn't want to. She doesn't, you know, like there's just, I hope she takes care of herself and spends, you know, gives that baby lots of time and recovers and all that.
2: Thanks to Buff City so for the continued sponsorship of The Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on ESPN Radio. Okay. What else you got? All right. Do you you got, are your notes in screenshots today? Yeah. Wow. Usually there's like the handwritten backside of the sales sheet. This is, this is good.
3: Today. I'm trying to get tech. Okay. Okay. All right, Blake Wheeler. I'm trying to get tech. I don't is that know. the phrase. Get techie. Get okay. techie with it. Okay. I don't know. I'm old. Okay. Do you know who Blake Wheeler is? No clue. He's a hockey player.
2: Okay.
3: He, um, <laughs> of course, you don't know. He plays for Winnipeg. And <laughs>
2: I'm like the guy who doesn't know sports, I'm that's more just right. like the guy who doesn't know hockey.
3: Right. He um, suffered a very bad injury a few oh, weeks no. ago, he ruptured his testicle. Wow. And this isn't the first time he has had a testicle injury. Whoa. Some would say he's nuts. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> Some would say he should stop going for the Stanley Cup and just wear a cup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Oh, my gosh. She'll be live at the Staven Hoop soon. That's
3: right. <laughs> um, But, serious, but seriously, Whoa. sorry. Um, God doesn't Diet want Coke. you
2: drinking that Coke.
3: It's Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, he um he came back... Okay, I also need to point out, not only did he rupture his testicle, he came back into the game, played the game with a ruptured testicle. Now that's nuts. And then (laughs) he went home and was like, hmm, something's not right. Uh, And they were like, dude.
2: You ready for uh, for a role reversal? Sure. I think I'm gonna be the one that's gonna get us fired now. (gasps) This happened to one of my best friends when we were kids. We were like eighth grade. And my dad called my buddy... Colonel Flatballs. <laughs> <laughs> so mean and insensitive, but also hilarious.
3: It was the 90s. Or I don't even know how
2: old. It was are, the 90s. But... It was the 90s.
3: It was a different time. <laughs> how is Colonel Flatballs today? He, he's great. Does he have children? He does not. Can he have children? Uh, you know, I don't know. No. I've
2: never actually thought about that.
3: I don't know. I haven't
2: checked in with him in about 20 years well, Maybe about you should
3: give him a ball check. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> okay, so now here we are fired and uh, we got uh, Blake Wheelers the latest uh, Okay, relax. Injured it's natural.
3: Guy. It's just a body part. I mean, relax. It's fine.
2: What uh what else you got?
3: Um oh yeah, I know what I was going to talk about.
2: Screenshots galore.
3: Quay Walker. Oh buddy. On the Packers.
2: Yeah, I know Quay Walker.
3: Do you know what he did on the game on Sunday?
2: I do. I do.
3: So, the team trainer for the Lions was coming out to help a player. Yes. And he like shoulder checked him.
2: Uh, he pushed him. He he like pushed him, him pushed and then him. another
3: guy yes. shoulder checked and that's him. That's the
2: second time that Quay Walker has uh, been involved with physical contact with somebody that's not in the game. What's the deal? He clearly has emotional.
3: Like who had hurt a trainer, especially like after the Demar? Hand, you know, like I mean, you shouldn't do it anyway. But then you should really. If you
2: watch the video, the trainer was kind of like out, out of his vision. Came up to check, and the Quay Walker like saw him and pushed him. It's not an excuse. But
3: do you get do players get fined for that? Like he got they...
2: ejected from the game. Oh, he did. Yeah, okay. he got thrown out. and okay. It was a big part of the game because he's one of the Packers' best players, and Detroit beat the Packers. I heard. His, I heard all about that. His temper. Yeah, of course, we did. <laughs> yeah, his temper tantrum out the door, uh, or like out of the stadium on the way out of the stadium was telling. I mean, you could tell he's. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but like, anger issues. He's not very adjusted. It seems.
3: Okay. How old is he?
2: Young, he's. I think he's a first or second year. Does guy. he
3: need an NFL mom assigned to him?
2: Yeah, maybe. Twenty two years old. Oh, geez. Okay. Born in two thousand.
3: Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so young. Yeah. Well, I can help Quay Walker, and we can talk about you know what this means. And it's having- a bummer
2: because guys that play like Quay Walker's position, they don't get that much love, and he is a great player. He's phenomenal. And the thing he's be, the only thing people are talking about about him is these two outbursts.
3: Well, he needs to get under control, he needs to be yeah, grounded. I, I
2: mean, it's like we talked about the Damar Hamlin thing last week, too, though. Like, this game is so violent. I don't know how you like temper your emotions. You cannot, you, you hit, have to be a, an emotional person, but also you, you have to be able to have some control. sort of control. Yeah, right. Yeah, martial arts.
3: Oh, or dance. I was thinking maybe some dance and ballet. Yeah, ballet. Yoga. (laughs) Maybe yoga. I think yoga would be good. Let's call him.
2: Bring him to the hot house. I would
3: love it. I would love, (laughs) I still think the NFL needs a whole mom, big brother, big sister, mom thing. Yep. You know, just to help these boys. I know they all have probably wonderful moms. Totally. But sometimes you need someone who's going to really give it to you straight. And I'm here for that.
2: Well, if you want to, you can hit her up on Instagram and uh, maybe you'll get some clients out of this. Great. I, don't know. I mean, we're being listened to around the world and all the NFL guys know all about this show. So. I'm
3: sure they do, so especially be... Tom Brady.
2: No, on is now uh value, Radio, uh, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, our great friend Carolyn joining us here on your Friday. Uh, so your favorite player, Aaron Rodgers, didn't make the playoffs. Nope.
3: And he cried, right? Your
2: second favorite player, Tom Brady, did.
3: Right.
2: Well, how do you feel about it?
3: I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl.
2: They got a home game on Monday night, and they play a Dallas team that's supposed to be the favorite, but Dallas got whooped on uh,
3: You also thought Green Bay was going to win on their home turf on Sunday. I thought so. it was really,
2: really good that uh, Detroit went in there and beat them. It yeah, was a great but testament. you had said
3: last week I can play it back totally, that they I will win. So I don't think uh,
2: – Here's the deal. I do think that certain games in the NFL, there's a little bit favorable officiating on the part of the team that the NFL wants in the game. The Lions got hosed last week, and it didn't matter. They still won. That was what was the best part about it.
3: So rumor has it, Tom Brady has a new girlfriend.
2: Whoa! My friend doesn't. Aaron Rodgers have a new girlfriend too? Probably. They were talking about. Okay, it on Pat I don't know. Or something.
3: My friend sent me like the link to her Instagram, and under her bio, she says she's a hundred percent natural. Okay. But she's not. Okay. There's no way. Okay. Also, this is. I don't know. I can't say this because your mom's going to get mad at me again. <laughs> but she's not 100% natural. Okay. So anyway, apparently he's got a new girlfriend who's an Instagram model. Blah, blah, blah.
2: Aaron Rodgers is dating Mallory Edens. Do you know who that is? No. I don't either. She's, she's probably
3: some witchy witch.
2: She's, she looks very nice. Uh, she's the do-
3: <laughs> Does she's, she look like she's a good personality? She's,
2: she's the daughter <laughs> of the Milwaukee Bucks owner. So a Raj positioning himself to get to keep on having those courtside seats. Okay. So that's good.
3: Sure. Uh, I think he'd get them anyway. So like,
2: how do you, how do you Tom Brady goes about like recently divorced getting like a first date?
3: I think he just, like
2: finding you on Instagram or does he just like have his publicist like call somebody or like, how does, how does he, that is
3: a great question. I don't know, but I'll, I'll do some research. I know he's not trying to hit up like anyone age appropriate. (laughs) I'm sure they're all. Twenty-two-year-old, you know, Instagram models.
2: Wow, it's amazing how Google works. You know how it fills it in for you. Yeah, I, I got V E before I even got to her name's Veronica Rajek. Is Tom Brady's new okay. uh, love interest? And uh, I yeah, V E in it. Does she look natural to you? Uh, no. So what, <laughs> does,
3: what does that even mean? A hundred percent natural body. Who like who even, even like, would say says that?
2: that? She's Slovakian.
3: Okay, well. Wow.
2: Her. The stuff that I learned from you <laughs> that I would never know. And I don't need to know. And now here I am. And his search history is on my computer and I don't know what to do.
3: Um, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm going to, I'm going to end with one quick little. Okay. So last Sunday during a football game, I don't know which one, <laughs> went, of one of the don't. teams, when they, um, scored their touchdown, they did a little, their dance that was, um, doing CPR
2: Jeez, seems and, insensitive.
3: And people were all up in arms about it. And right, then I mean, they, they said, oh my God, you know, they didn't even think about it. They just, so I was just curious what your thought was on that.
2: I mean, it seems insensitive, but also like just spur of the moment. I, right. don't know. I mean, you just shouldn't get like. I
3: thought trouble. you weren't allowed to like dance at a touchdown anymore.
2: This depends on who you are. Okay. It's just like you're not allowed to do drugs in the NFL, depending on who you are. You know, I mean, the fact that like Ricky Williams used to fail a weed test once a year and then nobody fails marijuana tests anymore I mean I don't know
3: okay there's a lot there well because some guy got busted for twerking when he did a touchdown a couple weeks ago sure. he got like fined yeah which I thought his twerk was glorious <laughs> and so I'm just curious like why you it's know like,
2: it's a very arbitrary and uh but, subjective thing and then
3: I do remember way back in the olden days when yeah. they would like um
2: in the olden days what did
3: they do they they'd spike it spike it and they can't do that anymore
2: Yeah, not really. Just kind of depends. I don't know. It's usually the longer the celebration, the more chance you have to get in trouble.
3: Got it. Okay. Noted. Next time I'm score a touchdown.
2: So last thing for you, I think you'll enjoy this. Well, not even enjoy, but you'll think this is notable. Peyton Hillis, who was once upon a time, a great running back for the Cleveland Browns. He was, I don't know where, somewhere with his family swimming in the ocean.
3: Oh yes, I did hear about this.
2: And if you know Peyton Hillis, he's like a physical marvel. I mean, he's like one of the biggest beasts ever. A fitness freak. And he, his kids were drowning somehow. And he basically saved them and like drowned himself, but he didn't die. Oh. And they like got him up on the deal, but he was like pretty much dead. And then he was like regurgitating sand and water and all this. And he's still in ICU. We've oh gotten a gosh. couple of calls about this, but uh, I guess the point is DeMar Hamill is not the only uh, NFL or former NFL guy that. Uh,
3: is he, what's the, pro, like, peril. do they think he's going to be okay or are they not sure?
2: Uh, it's touch and go for sure. I mean, he, he like essentially drowned if he wasn't such a physical Marvel, like most normal people would have died, died for what sure. What a hero.
3: How many, two? he rescued two kids? He
2: rescued, it, they were his own kids, yeah. I believe. And I think, I think two. Yeah.
3: Aww. Well. Crazy. We'll, we'll keep our, uh, our, our we'll keep our eye on this story. I hope he's okay. Yeah. What an awesome guy. For sure. I mean, I would. For sure, drown saving my children too. I mean, yeah. not to call myself a hero or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. But I know, I do. I think that's amazing. I hope he's going to be okay.
2: There you go. Check it. Does No Sports presented by Buff City Soap. Go check out Buff City Soap in the Northgate Plaza. You guys used the bath bombs with the kids the other game the other night. Oh, it's purple. He Aww,
3: says, cute. They loved it. I love it. Um, well, Buff City Soap has. This new soap whip.
2: Soap whip.
3: Soap whip. Nice. So it's like a cloud of soap and you just like, it's in a jar and you stick your hand in and you you get yourself all clean. Okay. Um, Looks glorious. Okay. And um, you can get it in any scent you want, like any of their, you know, scents, which is great. So go check it out at Buff City Soap on North Reserve by Albertsons um, or Buff City Soap Missoula on Instagram. Um, And those bath bombs, I mean, those are great for anybody, kids, adults. Old hags like me. I mean, just love it.
2: Thanks to Buff City Soap for the continued sponsorship of the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. You can find the Chicka Doesn't Know Sports. Carolyn here uh, on your radio waves once a week. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn. Thanks to Buff City Soap. Thanks to the Hot House and the Hype House. Gosh, I got like, such a good workout in yesterday at the Hype House. Legs were so sore today. I could hardly get out of bed and then went and stretched it all out at the Hothouse Yoga. It's a pretty good combo, I must say. Appreciate uh, the fine folks at each of those fine establishments, as well as Buff City Soap, for the continued sponsorship of the Doesn't Know Sports. More on last night's result from Bozeman, plus we'll hear from Ryan Looney, the head coach of the Idaho State Bengals. More Big Sky Conference hoops next. Keep it right here. You want us now, ESPN Radio.
0: now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch
1: the show statewide on SWX
2: Montana television. Cage the Elephant (laughs) always reminds me of Bob Stitt. He once upon a time just, he tweeted that he thought that was like the greatest band of all time. This is funny. Before Montana head coach, he was quite active on the uh, social medias and, uh, I don't know. It's funny how you make connections from music to people, right? Thanks for tuning in, whether you're listening on 102.9 FM ESPN Radio or SWX Montana Television or the ESPN MT app. Montana State's men's basketball team moved to 4-1 last night. The Big Sky Conference champions defeated Idaho State 81-68 in Bozeman. Solid across the board for the Bobcats. They're very efficient. Uh, particularly shooting the basketball. They shot 52% from the floor, made four three-pointers, only took uh, 13 of them. So 31%, not great, but 25 of 28 from the free throw line, including an eight of nine effort from the charity stripe by Jabril Bello. He scored 16 points and had eight rebounds, plus four assists in just 26 minutes of play. So the reigning Big Sky MVP continues to be a a dominant force. He also opens up... uh, everything so much for this Bobcat offense. Darius Brown's really emerged as a shooter. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head coach, said on uh, Tuesday on this show that he had been encouraging Darius Brown, his transfer point guard from Cal State Northridge, to look for his shot more, and that has been the case. Brown had 22 points last Saturday against uh, Northern Arizona. They had 18 more last night against Idaho State, 6 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 3 from beyond the arc. He also had 5 assists and 5 rebounds, so he's playing well right now. And Raekwon Battle, he had a couple highlight reel jams. He missed all three of his threes, but he still scored 19 points, scored 12 of those 19 after halftime. And the Raekwon Battle continues to look like a bona fide all-league player as well, a game-high 19 points uh, in Montana State's win over uh, Idaho State. Bobcats now take on Weber. Uh, I think that the Cats uh, are, are solidifying themselves. They're starting to really uh, lock in to what I think that they're they're – best uh, rotation is going to be uh day has been playing like eight and a half basically he's been playing a starting lineup that includes uh battle bellow and, and brown as well as uh, caleb fuller who's a transfer from uc davis and tyler patterson who's the the sharpshooter from the seattle area and then uh the primary reserves robert ford's the backup point guard transfer from idaho state uh sam Lechalot is a great energy big off the bench for the Bobcats, former Wyoming Gatorade Player of the Year, and the great Osabar who's more and more every day looking like a Jabril Bello clone. I mean, you don't want to put that on anybody because Jabril Bello is one of the most physically gifted guys the league has seen, but Osabar has great size, he's got great skill, and he is certainly the best reserve center in the league. But Cats definitely got their rotation locked in. They were kind of up and down uh in the non-conference but they're looking more and more like uh at least one of the teams to beat here in the Big Sky conference. Idaho State, they were uh they played a really hard non-conference. They were um largely unproven and a mystery in that non-conference. They've had some key injuries uh Austin Smalley and uh, Jared Rodriguez have both been out for extended periods of time. Those guys are both expected to be starters. But Braden Parker's been good. Brock McKenzie's been good. Uh, they were sort of the surprise early, though. They started 3-0 in Big City Conference play. They won at Weber State, which was a big win for Idaho State. Uh, but they suffered their first conference loss to the Bobcats last night in Bozeman. And uh, now they have to come to Missoula to take on a Montana team where this game is huge. So, Cats get Weber. Um, it still remains to be seen what Weber State is, but that was a big win in Missoula last night. I do think the Cats are establishing themselves as a team to beat. But then the game in Missoula tomorrow evening is a big one. Uh, you know, I know State trying to regain its footing, prove that it maybe could contend for a seed this year, and Montana at 2-3 and three, and having lost two out of its last three home games – It's a borderline must-win for the Grizzlies. We'll talk more about the Montana side things in a minute, but I caught up with the head coach of the Idaho State men's basketball team earlier today. Well, Big sky Spotlight continues. Well, now we're going out to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in Ryan Looney. He's the head coach of the Idaho State Bengals. They played in Bozeman last night. They play in Missoula tomorrow night. Just rolled into town, as a matter of fact, here uh, on your Friday. Coach, thanks for taking some time for us, man. How you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh,
2: first of all, one co- question I've been talking about with coaches around the league is just How you go about assembling a roster, the state and age? It seems like there's a million different ways to do it. And to just go through your guys' roster, you guys have guys from a lot of different places and a lot of different backgrounds. So, I mean, what is your sort of strategy and theory now that you've been at Idaho State here for a couple years?
1: Yeah, I think number one, uh, I've been a head coach for 19 seasons now, um, and the job's completely different uh, than it ever has been. Uh, I think as a coach, you either have to adapt to it, um, it's not changing anytime soon, or you're going to die. So for us, like putting a team together, we feel like we just kind of have to be open to taking guys from wherever they may come from uh, if we feel like they're a good fit for our program and style of play.
2: When it, I mean, basketball particularly, uh, I mean, the transfer thing is, a, is, a, is a, a, a talking point across all college sports, but basketball in particular it seems like chemistry, continuity is such a key factor. So does it take patience to, to try to see if, if your roster is meshing, or how do you go about sort of uh, making it come together uh, in short order?
1: Well, I think there definitely has to be some patience once you get everyone assembled. Um, but I also think, like, regardless of if you're taking a kid, directly from high school a junior college the transfer portal whatever it may be you don't want to sacrifice like the character of the individuals that you're adding to your program. um and for us we want to focus on guys that fit how we want to play moving forward
2: ryan looney joining us idaho state head coach uh, here on nuan is now espn radio uh, let's go through last night then uh Tough one in Bozeman, one of the best teams in the league in Montana State. What did you think of the matchup, and uh, what did you just think of the result? What were the keys for Montana State coming out on top?
1: Well, number one, I think they're very good. Um, They got a couple players uh, that are all conference-level guys. Obviously, Bello was the MVP of the league uh, a year ago. In my opinion, uh, I think he's capable of doing that again, regardless of what the statistics say. He just impacts winnings uh, on a high level on both ends of the floor for him, like... You're giving a lot of attention uh, to how you're going to guard him in the post. Uh, because of that, we gave up some open threes uh, on the perimeter. Uh, Battle is playing as good as anyone uh, right now uh, in the conference. Uh, and then an underrated player for them. And I was more impressed in person even than on film. Uh, I think their point guard Brown uh, yeah. is just keeps getting better and better for him so far this year. Uh, for us... I thought we played well early in the game. Um, Got a lead at the start. Uh, They climbed back in it before halftime. We had some severe foul trouble uh, that we had to try to play through, and I think, as everyone knows, we have a lot of guys hurt and not playing right now, too. Um, Austin Smaley, who's been a starter for us, uh, didn't play in last night's game, and then Jared Rodriguez has been out for a little while, too.
2: When it comes to just fitting into this league, What's different about your team this year than maybe years past? I know you guys had the, the high water mark a couple years ago when you got the buy in the tournament. What's different about this year's team, though, than maybe last year's team?
1: So I think this year's team is starting to come together. Uh... I feel similar, or at least we're trending in the same direction as we did during the COVID year where we finished fourth place in the league. Um, Our statistics in conference games so far would indicate that. uh, We're trying to hang our hat on our defense and our rebounding. um, So far in four games uh, in Big Sky play, I think that we've done a good job uh, in those two areas. Uh, Always trying to be... uh, a more efficient and better uh, offensive team. Like, if you look at our numbers from last night's game, we shot 50% from the floor uh, in that game. We just turned it over a few more times than they did, and we were miserable from the free-throw line.
2: Brian Looney joining us here on our Big Sky Spotlight, presented by Maldonado Law. Maldonado Law, your Big Sky Defender. Visit BigSkyDefender.com to see how Dave Maldonado and his team can help you. Uh, coach, when it comes to just sort of turning the page, I mean, this is a tough league. The travel in this league is really, really tough. And uh, you know, as Travis DeKeer said last weekend, Montana head coach, he said, hey, when you're on the road, if you drop the first one, you got to figure out a way to get the split. So uh, what's it like uh, trying to d- prepare for then salvaging the split? And uh, what, what do you hope your team's mentality is like uh, in Missoula uh, tomorrow?
1: Yeah, well, number one in conference play so far, this is the first back-to-back uh, we've had on the road. Our, our first two games we played in Pocatello, uh and obviously won both of those uh a week ago we just had the single uh road game at Weber state and we're fortunate enough to get that one as well so really like i said this is the first weekend uh together we've been out on the road um trying to get it done so like i said um Montana State, very very good team. We played well for portions of the game, uh, obviously not the entire thing. Uh, Montana is another team that's going to be well coached. They got some talented players. Um, we're going to have to be as prepared as possible um, to get out of there with a the win tomorrow.
2: Last thing for you, then. I mean, what are the keys? I guess the Grizzlies. I mean, what have you seen? I know you spent the last couple hours breaking down the film. So, uh, what do you see out of Montana, and uh, what, do you, what do you think of the matchup with your squad?
1: Well, number one, I think Bannon's a really good player. Uh, I I would guess if you talk to all the coaches in the league, like when you break down all the numbers right now, he's been as effective as any individual player in the entire conference on the offensive end um, so far. So we obviously know we got a tough matchup there, uh, but they also have other guys that are really experienced, played a ton of minutes uh, in this conference. We know we're going to need to do a great job in those matchups uh, as well. Um, I think always like prepare for them. Um, There's a couple things that always stick out. Like They're going to be extremely physical uh, defensively. They're going to try to make everything we do on offense uh, hard. I think uh, our guys understanding that and embracing it uh, in our prep uh, to get ready for tomorrow is going to be a huge part of the game.
2: Ryan Looney, Idaho State head men's basketball coach. His team plays in Missoula Saturday evening. Coach, thanks for taking a minute for us today and uh, we'll look forward to seeing your team tomorrow and uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Best of luck.
1: Hey, I appreciate
2: it. Thank you. State men's basketball coach, the Bengals in Missoula tomorrow. 7 p.m. tip from Dahlberg Arena. We'll talk a few more thoughts about the Big Sky Conference in men's hoops to take you home here on your Friday. Keep it right here. New Honest Now, ESPN Radio.
1: Nuwan is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
2: I can't actually even remember if they've ever come to Missoula, but it seems like they'd be a sweet show if they did. A little Alt-J for you here on your Friday. If they've been here, I guarantee you, if any of you out there saw it, you loved it. <laughs> I just can't remember if they have or not. I don't, usually I have such a good gauge on all the shows that are here because that's one of my favorite things uh, in uh, the Garden City to do. So uh, maybe I'll look that up. But either way, fun band. And uh, if they haven't been here, hope they come. And if they uh, have been here, hope they come back. Well, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Missed anything in today's show, fun show. Uh, we're going to keep talking some Big Sky Conference hoops, but we already talked some. Crazy one in Missoula last night. Weber State steals an inbounds pass with less than two seconds to play. And uh, it leads to a Steve Verplanken three-pointer to give Weber State a 59-57 win in shocking fashion. The Grizz were shell-shocked after that, that loss last night. And uh, big one by Weber. We also heard from Sam Bidlack, newest Grizz quarterback recruit, transferred from Boise State, who also spent some time at Oregon State. We also talked about Kayla Lambert, Brockton's finest the all-time leading score in the history of high school basketball in the state of Montana. I thought of her because Brockton's girls' basketball team snapped an eight-year losing streak. So congratulations to them. Kayla Lambert, who played at Brockton about 20-plus, 20 uh, 21, 22, 23 years ago, she still uh, the all-time leader in points in the history of the state of Montana by a large, large margin. So that was a fun uh, part of the show. Carolyn, does on no Sports, also swung by uh, to have some fun with us. And then we heard from Ryan Looney. Idaho State head coach. All of it. Nuana's Now podcast. Probably presented by the M-Store and the MSU Bookstore. After last night's results, uh, here's a look at the standings. First on the women's side, just one unbeaten team remaining at Sacramento State. They are 4-0, 13-2 overall in Mark Campbell's second season at the helm. Kalasha Dean has been a uh, revelation. She's been tremendous. She was the Big Sky Player of the Week last week. Transfer point guard from Oakland University. And uh, she's playing that high usage on ball role that Liana Tillman, excuse me, uh, won Big Sky MVP honors with a year ago. But Dean is doing it at an even higher level. She's uh, got higher shooting split, uh, better percentages in her shooting splits, and uh, she's filling it up. And Sac State looks like a contender. I know State had their first league loss in women's hoops last night uh, to Montana State, so they are 3 and 1. Then a log jam in the middle: Montana State, Northern Arizona, and Montana. All three teams that have shown flashes of being really good, and all three teams that have had letdowns as well. Uh, they're making up the middle of the Big Sky Pack. Portland State two in a row, so they're two and two. Idaho has lost two in a row, so they are also two and two. Eastern Washington one and three. Northern Colorado is one and four, and Weber State the only winless team in the women's league at uh, zero and four. On the men's side. Uh, of the basketball league. Just one unbeaten team. It's Eastern Washington. They're 4-0. They play Idaho tomorrow, so a good chance to get to 5-0. and Bobcats are 4-1 and after last night's 81-68 victory over Idaho State. That was ISU's first league loss. So Sac State at 3-1, Weber State at 3-1, and Idaho State at 3-1 are all tied there for third place. Portland State uh, alone in sixth at 2-2. Two two. Montana in seventh right now at 2-3. Northern Arizona is more than four, Idaho zero and five, and Northern Colorado inexplicably are zero and five as well. So, um, a, a, close to a third into the Big CI Conference season, and so we're starting to get a little bit of clarity. Although I do think that uh, this year, because of the prevalence of transfers and all the tumult that's highlighted the last couple years, I think that. Uh, the tournament is going to be the defining uh, deal. I mean, I, I think that if you get a bye, it's basically the same path to the championship, regardless of if you uh, are the one seed all the way through uh, the four seed. So I think the race for a bye is important. I don't know necessarily. I mean, hanging a banner for the league championship is certainly a, an element of pride And certainly a feather in the cap, and you can use it in recruiting and all that stuff, but I think that more than ever the league is starting to adjust toward uh, coaches understanding that peaking at the right time and playing your best basketball in the tournament uh, is very important. So we'll keep you apprised of all things Big Sky Conference. I'll be uh, headed to the game between the uh, Bengals and the Grizz tomorrow night. The Cats play at 4 against Weber State, so we'll be able to cover that one uh, SkylineSportsMT.com as well as at SkylineSportsMT on Twitter. You can follow along. Got some uh, website maintenance stuff going on at Skyline SkylineSports uh, online. So if the site's uh, lagging for you, we got uh, a revamp, a, a whole reboot underway. So hopefully we'll be rolling by the end of the weekend or early next week. But we'll have podcast stuff and photo stuff and social media stuff for you and uh, probably some YouTube stuff as well. So, Um, you can check out all that and uh, we'll have it all covered for you. Monday, normal slate. We will have the, uh, Montana basketball hour, but I'm sure there'll be some football news in there somewhere. And then we'll have the Monday afternoon quarterback with coach Barty, except for coach Barty won't be here this next week. He's on his way to Tokyo. So cool for him. Uh, Columbia has some sort of football engagement over there in Tokyo. His oldest son, Skyler is uh, a coach there at Columbia. So Marty and his wife are going over there, so it uh, should be fun for them. And can't wait to hear some stories. But we'll fill in all the, the blank spots for you uh, on Monday, recapping the first round of the NFL playoffs. In NFL news, five coaching, five co- head coaching positions came open in the offseason. There, there was some curiosity if there was going to be a sixth. Because Sean McVay, Los Angeles Rams head coach, there was – a thought or a notion or, or some speculation that maybe he would step away, not necessarily retire, but step away from the Rams. There's a lot of uh, juice behind him, maybe getting some pretty lucrative offers to do TV. And today he announced he'll stay with the Los Angeles Rams. So Sean McVay, the highest paid coach in the NFL, and uh, at least for a couple more weeks, the head coach of the defending Super Bowl champions stay in uh, in LA here's a look at your playoff schedule Saturday two games Seattle plays at San Francisco 2:30 p.m. Los Angeles plays at Jacksonville 6:15 p.m. tomorrow uh, so those will be uh, chargers that is not the Rams obviously uh, but Seattle uh, uphill battle. Playing a division rival in the Niners, who are one of the best teams in the league already. And uh, Seattle had to gut one out against the Rams and win on a last second field goal. So, pretty crazy uh, that the Seahawks made it in. This was not, they were not supposed to be in. If you would have said preseason, the Broncos are going to be fast tracking towards a top 10 pick and the Seahawks are going to make the playoffs. Everybody would have told you you're crazy, but that's not the case. Seattle does get in, but I do think that San Francisco decided a heavy favorite in that game. But I do think Los Angeles Chargers, one of the teams that have the best chance to go on the road and get a win, although the Jacksonville Jaguars are one of the hottest teams uh, in the National Football League. Sunday's slate includes Miami at Buffalo. Similar situation. Uh, For the Dolphins playing a uh, division rival, and they also are going to be playing their third quarterback. Tua Tagovailoa is out, uh, as is Teddy Bridgewater. So uh, that line's moved to two touchdowns. The Bills are are heavy favorites. The Giants play at the Vikings at 230, and then Baltimore plays at Cincinnati in an AFC North rematch uh, on Sunday Night Football. And then we have a Monday Night Football this week, Dallas at Tampa Bay. So we will have a ton of conversation, commentary, analysis all about the weekend that was in the NFL, and the weekend that was, uh, the weekend that weekend will be here in uh, Big Sky Conference Hoops. We'll see you Monday, 4 p.m. Have a great weekend. Nu-on is Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delanz of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know, if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury, accidents, things like that?